If you're a fan of heavy metal, then you should have the CMS Network app on your phone. With five great shows featuring all the best artists in heavy metal of all genres, as well as streaming radio, video on demand, and of course heavy metal television, the CMS Network app is the app you should have. Just go to your app store and do a search for CMS Network, and you'll just install it, and you will have all the metal you'll ever need. Stop surfing around for it. It's all right here on the CMS Network app. Benedictum with the uh, Black Sabbath cover with Heaven and Hell. Boy, I just snuck back in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, where have you been? I go to the other room and do the processing. Oh, gotcha. I gotcha. That's why I need the four songs so I can okay. get back and forth. And oh, we had 20 minutes. I only did three songs. Yeah, I know, but that Heaven and Hell song was like eight minutes long. Yeah, but I time everything by the songs. Oh, I gotcha. Not by I just. Minutes. That heaven and hell song was like two songs. I literally don't even listen to the songs that much. I just kind of like, okay, that's three. I got to get back to the other room before the end of before the end of the next one. Well, so. I, I always <laughs> have one queued up just in case. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't sure. I was like, I just popped in just to make sure that everything. And there you were in there. I was like, oh shit! Yeah, click, 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 fast as I can. <laughs> well, I figured. I figure about 20 minute break. Yeah. That's about what I need. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Well, uh, as, as a lot of people may or may not be aware, depending on how much you pay attention to things, mm-hmm. uh, I just, I'll, I'll do, I'll do just a brief synopsis here. And then I got a lot of thoughts on this, but and apparently, Neely writes. Uh, apparently, well, Apparently, Joe Rogan has a massive audience. His audience, uh, you know, with his daily show, uh, Mm -hmm. reaches more people than watches, say, Fox, CNN, and MSNBC combined. Yeah, he he does 11 million a day. Yeah. So he's got a massive audience. And and probably one of the, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, make for uh, a massive audience is if you're not watching his show live, you could, you know, watch it, you know, on the, on the uh, upload. Right. Right. right? Mm-hmm, sure. So, so it's, it's on demand more or less. It's an on demand yeah. thing. So if you, you're at work all day or you can't catch it when it's live or whatever, you could just watch it when it's, when it's ready, you get available, right. mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's very helpful. And, and the thing is, is his, uh, his show is not like news. It's, it's not like what's happening this minute, right. you know, it, it's, you can catch it and it's going to be just as relevant three hours later as it was when it was live, you know? So, so that's, that's a big thing. And, and obviously Spotify knew what they were doing when they brought him on and paid him a hundred million dollars for five years, 20 right. a year. I'd like to be making 20 million a year sitting in my comfy studio here, just putting on a show for, and we do a, a show that's twice as long as his, what's his average show? Like three hours. Three hours. Yeah. yeah. 
So we do a show twice as long as his on Saturday. So anyway, regardless of that, uh, you know, he talks to people of various walks of life, whether they're historians or comedians or people in the medical field or people, just, just all kinds of people. He'd say he isn't a one trick pony when it comes to his guests. Sure. You know, and, and he has a, he has a vast interest in many things. So, so he basically can talk about anything, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and that's what he does. People like that whole variety thing. Right. But But when he, he talks to somebody that talks about a hot button issue, the, the people and, and it breaks, and it breaks with the narrative mm-hmm. that everybody gets all bent out of shape and upset. Yeah. Oh yeah. So apparently he spoke with a doctor who does have some credentials about, uh, about his thoughts on the, you know, the current status of, of this whole COVID thing. And, uh, I thought the guy made some good, good points about, uh, you know, the, the general public being lulled into a, uh, what, what, what was, do you know the term that the guy used? It was a mass, uh, uh like mass psychosis or something. Yeah, mass psychosis. Now I didn't think that was out of line at all. Not at all. Because the way that everything is force fed to everybody, the way that people are addicted to their social media, the way that the, uh, the powers that be um, formulate the the news or the whatever it is that's disseminated. You get a lot of people who drive around in their cars solo wearing a mask. Right. Uh, why would mm-hmm. you do that otherwise? No, you're right. No, you're you're right. So, and, and so I, I don't have a dude. Even if I did have a problem with them saying it, who cares? Why why is it an issue? Well, it's an issue because it goes against the narrative that's being pushed. Yeah. That that's that's what the problem is. It's not mm-hmm. a problem. That's what the that's what the bitch is. It's not a right. problem because as you and I have always said about especially doing this show, mm-hmm. if you don't like it, don't listen to it. Yeah. Don't watch yeah. it. Don't don't watch, don't subscribe, don't listen, don't uh, take yeah. our word for it. Do your own research, whatever the case may be. Yeah, exactly. But they don't like that because apparently people are sheep and they'll just, they'll just lap up whatever's uh, fed to them by Joe Rogan. And this is wrong. Think this is bad. This, and we have to stop him from saying this. Yeah. So, so again, it's control. Mm -hmm. We have to control what you hear because he's saying stuff we don't like. You know, and it, and it's no different than you and I, or what YouTube does to uh, a Dan Bongino or a Razor Fist or or anybody. It's just like, well, you're off our channel. Mm-hmm. You said stuff we don't like. Yeah, you know, and and that's where we're at these days. It's just like, well, you you've said stuff that that we don't like, and and it's a different idea than what we're pushing. So so we have to somehow eliminate or 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 control your speech. Mm-hmm. You know, but here's the thing in, in everything that I've heard about this. Now I did read the story. I did watch the guy that he had on the show and, and I, I sat there and I, this guy didn't influence me one way or the other. It's just like, yeah, he's got some valid points. It's yeah. Like, I, I honestly didn't listen to it. I was so frustrated with it that I didn't even bother listening to it, which I'll get into. Yeah, of course. And, and so then who are all these Hollywood types, these media types, they, they jump into this, well, misinformation, misinformation, misinformation. But you know what? 
you know what's missing from the people who are talking about this or reporting it or whatever the case may be? Mm -hmm. They never talk about, well, what was the misinformation? No, never. Never make a, say a word about it. Well, what was the misinformation that was said that, that was disproven or wrong or incorrect or, or whatever the case may be? Never once do I hear that. All I hear is Joe Rogan had this guy on. He he said stuff that was misinformation. That's yeah. all, and that's all they say, <laughs> right? And that's it. And everybody that goes, it. "Well, that must be bad." Yeah, the newspaper told me, or CNN told me, so it's bad. Joe Rogan, bad. Joe Rogan knew Hitler, doing nothing but spewing hate. <laughs> Uh, but, but basically what this guy was getting into was that, uh, we, we as a public with all this control of information, uh, this, this attempt to control what you hear and the narrative that's being pushed is really not a whole lot different than what was being the, the propaganda that was being, uh, controlled and disseminated to the people prior to world war II and the rise of, of Hitler. Yeah. That that their um, in, their ministry of information carefully crafted and controlled the misinformation or the information that people were getting. And if you think back to the atrocities of of the Holocaust, at what point in your mind would you go? Would I mean? Let me try to say this in a way. At what point? Would you say that, hey, it's okay if they haul off this uh, certain group of people and exterminate them because they were bad for us? At what point would, would you say that's okay to do never. that? Never. I would never. No. Right. Of course not. But the thing is, is they crafted the, the information that you were receiving so carefully and limited what you were allowed to hear that they lulled you into a, uh, into a uh, way that, yeah, what they're doing is perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. You know, what happened to my Jewish neighbor next door? Well, they hauled them off into the middle of the night. Well, you know, from what uh, I understand, they're, they're bad for our uh, society. So, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah we probably should have just got rid of them. Mm -hmm. That is the narrative that they push. That is, that's what it seems like we're, they're trying to get to now. Yeah, but the, and that's what he was trying to say is that we're back into that whole thing. But, you know, it goes back to that whole old saying that those who uh, forget history are are bound to repeat it. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and he was just making the point that the, the way that things have played out in the last two years, our society has been susceptible to accepting things that we normally would not accept because it's this constant drumbeat day in, day out, day in, day out, fear, 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 fear. Mm -hmm. And people are buying into it. And now you don't even want to step out of the house for fear that there's going to be a COVID monster waiting around the corner there <laughs> to, to, to jump your bones and, and, and kill you. Right. You know, and, and that's basically what he was saying. And it was just like, that's not true. That's not true. Right. You know, so, okay, I'll, I, I've done my dissertation there but but i i didn't see anything with wrong with what he was saying and even if you didn't buy into it just don't buy into it yeah well that that's that that's one of my very many points with this whole thing is we've we've allowed the the media and the government 
to stop making us think. That's what we've allowed to happen. Now, instead of having to think for yourself, I'm not saying that the guy's right or wrong. I, I honestly, I did not listen to it because I just didn't, I don't care. But um, the in the old days, somebody would say something radical and crazy and you would listen to it and you'd be like, yeah, he's full of shit or no, he's got a point or maybe somewhere in the middle. Maybe you find yourself somewhere in the middle. Now it's like, he said this. Now we got to go out and figure out what everybody's saying. And we got to, we got to march to that tune. We got to march to the tune of the media and the government. And the, you know, it's like, what the fuck? Shut up, yeah, make your exactly. own thoughts. You know, that it's crazy. It's crazy how willing people, it's crazy to me how willing people are to not see the bigger picture. Right. That that's what's driving me the most crazy. And we'll get into the whole Neil Young thing in a minute. Yeah. But but I, I'll just say this. Anybody, and I've already seen it four or five times in the chat room as well tonight. And I'm gonna make a statement that's just my statement and it's my thought. And if you don't like it, fuck off. If your answer to any of this is, well, I don't like so and so anyway then you are part of the fucking problem, right? You're part of the problem. It doesn't matter if you like Neil Young. It doesn't matter if you like Spotify. I'll be honest. I don't like Neil Young or Spotify. I'm not a huge fan of the way Spotify pays bands. I fucking despise Neil Young. That being said, one side of it is standing up for having ideas shared. The other is is standing up for take those ideas out. Those ideas can't exist in a world that I exist in. Right. Exactly. And I know which side I don't want to be on, <clears throat> you know, and that doesn't make me a fan of Spotify. That makes me a fan of free speech. And, and it just, and I know it's a private companies. Don't even type it or send it or text it. I know we'll get into all that. I'm sure. Cause Neely, I'm sure has more to talk about, but go ahead. That's, that's my basic starting point. Yeah. So, so uh, I, I was trying to find this real quick, but all you heard is that hundreds of doctors petitioned Spotify to, uh, you know, to, to somehow ditch Joe Rogan's podcast for misinformation. 270 was the number. Yeah. yeah. But then somebody went and in fact checked it to, yeah. to, uh, to see who actually signed this thing. Yeah. It's not, it's not 270 doctors. Yeah. It's like medical students, the janitor, who, <laughs> the, 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 the janitor who cleans up the surgical rooms, the, yeah. you know, just, just people in who are quote unquote in the medical industry. Yeah. They're not experts. Some mm -hmm. of them were like a dentist. Some of them were like, uh, uh, I don't know, like, like, a like a chiropractor, <laughs> you know, right. things like that. It's just like, yeah. Well, what is their expertise in the viral, uh, you know, viral, how do you say that? Virology? Yeah, virology. Yeah, yeah I mean, dude, some of them were vets. I saw that. Some of them were vets. Yeah. And some of them were, um, like, they weren't doctor doctors. They have their doctorate degrees. Yes. So they're like a doctor of theology exactly. or a doctor of fucking psychology or something. Exactly. Not medical shit. Right. 
Although psychology, I guess, is medical, but yeah, but but they're not virologists. No, they know nothing about COVID. They know nothing. Yeah, they know they know more about Hamlet than they do about COVID. Exactly. Stop it. So, but but the thing is, is that the media promoted two hundred and seventy doctors. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's like, well, you're a first year medical student. You're not a doctor, but you signed this thing. Even taken at face value, which I know has been proven to be nonsense, sure. but even at taken at face value, how many fucking doctors are there? Yeah. Well, there's, that you there's- could get 270. That is that, that can't be 1% of all doctors. Right. That has to be like one tenth of one percent of doctors. Right. Of course, but anything to make the the news. Yeah. It's just like you know, yeah. this guy's a menace. This guy's a liar. This guy is spreading in misinformation. He's yeah. doing this. You know, these these medical professionals are. You know, shut up. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not going to get into math because I know how bad I am at math. But I'll say this: the number of doctors that sign this thing versus the number of doctors that they are. There are is basically the same percentage as the number of people that are dying from COVID (laughs) 0.02% or whatever, not hardly any. So stop it. 270 doctors. That's not impressive. If you sold 270 books, would you consider yourself a success? Are are, are you a, an acclaimed author? No. And I've sold 10,000 books. (laughs) Yep. You know, it's so fucking dumb. Dumb. Yeah. But go ahead. But anyway, so, so obviously, you know, uh, you know, people are outraged and angry about this, but, but they don't even know what they're outraged or angry about. No. Cause they didn't it, listen. They didn't they hear didn't, it. Nope. It's just like, the, he's doing what? So, so that's, that's basically the, the, uh, gist of everything he's doing what? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so Neil Young, who, who, um, I, I like some of his stuff. Probably if I listen to Neil Young at all, mm-hmm. I listen to, uh, live rust. Okay. That's, I, that's my favorite Neil Young record. It's a, it's a live record. It's, it's called live rust with a crazy horse, yeah. but, uh, you know, that, that, for me, that's probably the extent of my Neil Young listening. And, uh, you know, Neil Young, he's, he's a known lefty and, uh, he's in his, you know, he's in the waning years of his career. I mean, when was the last time Neil Young had a, had a good song 40 years ago? <laughs> um, he did have that thing with Pearl jam. That was pretty popular what was that called mirror ball or something yeah, yeah i think you're right when was that that was in the 90s 90s right? so 30 yeah. years ago yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> but it's been a while so what kind of a threat is that to spotify it's it's either rogan or me pally yeah well, it's dumb it's just like okay neil <laughs> well um, dude even even if it becomes a big band like i'm i'm hearing rumors now that foo fighters are gonna pull their shit now that's a legitimate band. That's legitimate. That's a legitimate uh, cut to to Spotify. My, I still go to the bigger picture. How can these fucking guys, who their whole career, their yeah. whole livelihood is based on platforms and places for to allow people to hear them, be against people hearing? 
ideas. How can they be against that? That's fucking so hypocritical and so ridiculous. Uh, and again, doesn't matter if you like Neil Young or not. I can't stand him. I can't stand his voice and looks like a fucking Amish guy that got kicked out of the community. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of Neil Young at all. He, he, he was shunned and banished from the Amish yeah. community. Yeah, he doesn't he look like that? He does. He does. He, he looks like an old Amish guy. Yeah. The point I think, though, is it doesn't matter if he if he signed contracts to be there. Being on Spotify does not align him with any opinion of Joe Rogan or Chris Aiken or Eddie Trunk or Dan Bongino or whoever else is on Spotify. Or the classic metal show. That's what I mean. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't it, align you with them. And no one thinks that it does. Right. It's just a place where your shit can be heard. It's the new age radio station. It is. That's that's what it is. So you're gonna you're gonna say you're gonna say, well, take my music off if you're gonna have this. Well, fuck you. I say they take everybody off that says it. Everybody. Right. right. You know, because fuck them. You know they. They have no problem. And if Neil Young of all, you know, you want to, you want to be this big rebel, Neil, then do this. You fucking cocksucker. Uh, if you're going to, if you're going to say, take me off, take yourself off everything, bitch. Stop talking and start. Let's see some real action. Don't just take yourself off of fucking Spotify. Know what? iTunes carries clips of Rogan's show and all his past shit. So why aren't you asking to be off of iTunes? Why aren't you asking to be off of YouTube? Why are you still doing business with Live Nation that books Rogan's fucking tours and and makes money off of Joe Rogan? Why are you still playing venues that fucking Joe Rogan plays? You want to commit to it? You want to prove how fucking big and bad you are? Then be big and bad, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Stop talking shit. I could get attention by saying I want my music off Spotify. Right. Aren't you impressive? I thought your kid was the retarded one, not you, you fucking moron. Right. Jesus. Well, uh, the, the thing is, the thing is, is about, uh, Neil is that, uh, and I'll, and I'll read this Spotify will remove Neil Young's music after he demanded that it be removed from the streaming service in a blazing row over vaccine misinformation <laughs> spread by the hmm. podcaster, Joe Rogan. Okay. A representative for Spotify confirmed uh, to Variety that the music is expected to be removed later today. We want all the world's music and audio content to be available to Spotify users. With that comes great responsibility and balancing both safety for listeners. Safety. Safety. Right. See, that mm -hmm. that's the whole guys that we've been under for the last two years is everything is safety. This yeah. is for your safety. No. Did, did you uh, did you see the uh, JP Sears thing I sent you today? I did, yeah. And and he made a very good point about the whole gun control thing. We're taking your guns for your own safety. Yeah, thanks. You know, they talked about uh, Australia uh, confiscating everybody's guns and Canada taking everybody's guns. He says, "Well, we're taking your guns for your own safety." Right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Picture yeah. Neil Young. Yeah, with the bad orange man. Oh, you must have thought he was the good orange man tonight. <laughs> or that night, anyway. 
We'll put that one up. We'll use that as our press photo for this story. Right. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, so again, safety, uh, balancing both safety for our listeners and freedom for our creators. Uh, we have detailed content policies in place that we've removed over 20,000 podcast episodes related to COVID since the start of the pandemic. We regret Neil's decision to remove his music from Spotify, but we hope to welcome him back soon. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know, I mean, dude, I wouldn't, if he doesn't want to be on the platform, fine. Don't be on the platform. Just don't be on it. If that's really your stance, but to, to have made your, your bones with keep on rocking in the free world and then right. to be against allowing freedom for somebody else. Well, it's freedom. It's only freedom. If I agree with it. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's freedom. As long as I agree. Right. You know, that's, that's ridiculous. Right. It's uh, insanity. The, the singer sold 50% of his catalog to UK investment fund hypnosis uh, songs last year for a report at $150 million. And it remains, they, and it think, remains. Do you think that they're thrilled with that, with this move now? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> and it remains unclear whether the split ownership of Young's catalog means he has the right to make this demand. In a now deleted letter that the singer posted online on Tuesday, he specifically took aim at a comedian and a podcaster, Rogan, who signed a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify in May of 2020, giving them exclusive rights to show the Joe Rogan experience. With an estimated 11 million listeners per episode, Joe Rogan Experience, which is hosted exclusively on Spotify, is the world's largest podcast and tremendous influence. Spotify has a responsibility to mitigate the spread of misinformation on its platform, uh, though the company... Wait a minute, read that sentence one more time. It, it, it says Spotify... Well, this is a letter that um, uh, I think Neil wrote. Okay. Spotify has a responsibility to mitigate the spread of misinformation on its stop. Platform. Stop. No, it doesn't. It has no obligation. It has no more obligation to doing that than Netflix does to, to, to running JFK, which has all kinds of shit in it that didn't really happen or running documentaries that are biased in one way or the other. You know, there, there is, th this is where these guys are fucking clueless. There is no responsibility. The responsibility is on the viewer or the watcher or the listener to make their to to make their own decision. I agree. But but we're in a we're at a point that the powers that be don't want you making your decision. We want to tell you what you need to think. Right. So, you no, know, we 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 do the thinking for you. Just, just take our word for it, will you? Right. <laughs> Don't make up your own mind. Don't do your own research. Just, just take our word for it. Right. I, I, before you go any further, I do want to answer PC's question in the chat room. He's asking, how do, how does he have the right to pull his music? If, if what I'm saying is true about, um, that he really doesn't own the music, it's record companies and blah, blah, blah. He doesn't have that. Spotify just called his bluff and pulled his all his fucking music off. Yeah. They basically Spotify. said, well, you know, don't let the door hit you on the ass on the yeah. way out. 
they don't have to do that depending on the contract that is signed. They don't have to do that. Yeah, and I doubt Spotify's contract is with Neil. No, of course it's, not. It's, it's with his record label or distribution company. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, dude, he's such a fucking hypocritical dick. I mean, have you seen Neil? Have you seen him before? Live? Yeah. No, I've never seen I have him. not either. I'm going to assume that the shows are loud. Would you think that his concerts are loud? Well, all I remember, all I remember when it came to Neil Young is I remember he was supposed to play that show at Blossom mm -hmm. and he showed up and he played like 30 minutes. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. That was back in, uh, 90 something. I can't remember. It was the mid or late nineties, but, uh, he, um, he, he played like 30 minutes at blossom or something like that. Everybody <laughs> was like really pissed because the tickets were real expensive nah. and, uh, he just came out, played 30 minutes and left. But I'm just curious how, if he's so worried about safety, if he doesn't, if he does a quiet show. So he doesn't hurt anybody's hearing or if he passes out hearing protection for those that are in the concert, do you think he does that? Well, people's safety is of utmost importance. So he must pass out at least hearing protection, right? I, I'm sure he would. He must, must have to, because he's, he's only concerned about people's safety, right? Shut up. <laughs> people can decide for themselves. They don't need Neil Young to fucking help influence their goddamn decisions. Fuck well, off. But see, that that's the whole thing. We're getting away from more and more about letting people decide for themselves. It's it's just yeah. like, well, this is what I think. Nope, you can't have that thought. This is what you need to think. Yeah. And what's going to end up happening, and it always happens, all of this feels stupid and it doesn't bother me and it's not about me until it is about you. Until it's a thought you have, and then the, somebody tells you something that you don't believe, then it's a big fucking problem. This is the problem I have, again, like I was saying earlier about people saying, well, I don't care about Neil Young's music anyway, so who gives a shit? The reason you give a shit is because this shit's going to affect you eventually with some thought that you have. Yeah. Something you like is going to be taken away from you. Some, some, the ability to communicate on your phone. You know, maybe that's the next thing. Maybe you can't use your phone now to have a thought because we're already allowing the government to start the government and the media companies to stop you from, from hearing it on like YouTube. So maybe the next thing is if you have a Verizon phone, you can't get rumble because that's the alternative and we don't want you to get the alternative. So we're going to block rumble on your phone. Or we're going to block BitChute on your phone. Or we're going to block anything that has the word Rogan or Joe in it. You know, is that what you want? Because if, if, that's, if that's truly what you want, them to start controlling more and more of your life, then you start worrying about, well, I don't care about Neil Young, so it doesn't affect me. It always affects you. It all, your, your rights... Protecting your rights, protecting, and I know this is a private company and blah, 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 but protecting a company that's, that's whole purpose is to distribute sound. You need them to be able to have complete freedom to do it. They need to feel a complete freedom to do it. They distribute sound. That's what Spotify is. When you boil it down, they're a sound distributor.
And if you start saying, well, these guys are pressuring us so we can't have this sound, this opinion, this voice out there, it's going to trickle into your life eventually. Look at how fucked TV is now. Look at how fucked radio is now. Look at how fucked even these goddamn artists are when you read them on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. They're all fucked up. They're all fucking trying to lean you into do what you're told, do what you're told, do what you're told. Is that how you want to fucking live? Just being told what you were told? You know who didn't like that? The fucking slaves. That's where they're leading you to you and you're too fucking dumb to get it. Yeah. I, I noticed that the, um, the high watermark here as to whether somebody's credible or not is whether you've been banned off of uh, Twitter or not. Yeah. That's the, that seems to be the benchmark. Like this person was banned off of Twitter. Oh, well he must be bad. He must be awful. Yeah. And that's always, I noticed these in, in these articles that so-and-so got banned off of Twitter. Mm-hmm. So you know who we're dealing with, don't you? Yeah. They can't have a Twitter account. Yeah, they're bad. Well, Anthony Cumia has been kicked off of Twitter how many times and has had about a half a dozen different names. Yeah, yeah. What, no, what's his a, current name? Apartment, apartment owner? boss. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> but but Anthony gets kicked off of Twitter because he, he says things that are kind of foul. Yeah. Well, and, and the ironic thing with him, he's even toned it down now. Yeah. He's toned it down so that um, he can try and stay on Twitter longer. Right. So Link to me, longer. that's a failure. <laughs> to me, that's a failure. To me, don't tune, uh, tune down, tone down nothing. Tone down nothing. Just don't use Twitter. Just don't use it. There's yeah. plenty of others out there. Use, um, use Getter. Use uh, Gab, use Minds, use Locals. There's all kinds of other places out there. It's it's literally going to take everybody, anybody that feels like censorship is bad needs to get off these platforms that they know is censored. Yep. You know, and that includes us. And, and, I, and I will claim guilt, guilty as charged right now. I have not gone out of my way to pull us off of everything. I just don't think we're quite there yet, you know, to, to where, but, I, but I don't, that being said, I don't back off of anything we say. And if they take us down, they take us down. Right. But, you know, and, and I've gone, I've made it a point to tell everybody YouTube is not us anymore. You know, we, we had somebody, like I told you before, we had somebody this week that complained about a segment. I was like, well, you can't get our segments on this fucking censored platform. You have to go to the ones that aren't censored. Right. You have to adapt. And if you don't, then fuck you. Cause I'm not going to, I'm not going to give quality content just to be fucking kicked in the fucking teeth for putting it there. Fuck them. Fuck them. Well, there was a, uh, a, a pastor back in the uh, days of, um, the, the third Reich mm-hmm. pastor Nemoyer. I think that's how you say his name. Nemoyer. Okay. And, uh, he wrote these, uh, very famous words. First, they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade union unionist. (laughs) Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's that's the way it goes. 
is it slowly chips away until yep. eventually you you get sucked into it. Exactly. And that's why it's like, okay, if Spotify would have caved into this, I wouldn't want to be on Spotify anymore. I would agree. You know, and and even with it, I mean, Spotify still pulls shit down. We've had shit pulled off of Spotify. We've had a couple of episodes or pulled off Anchor, which is Spotify. We've had a couple of things. Again, that's why I have multiple things. <laughs> uh, Neil Young continues. I want you. I want you. I want you to let Spotify know immediately today that I want all my music off their platform. They can have Rogan or Young, but not both. Fine. Bye. I'm drawing a line in the sand, pal. Yeah. Basically, basically. But if you take Joe Rogan off, you can keep me. Right. That's the part that it's not written, but that's what he's saying. Yeah. Well, that's what he's saying. You can have Rogan or you can have Young, but yeah. not both. Yeah. Okay. Bye. And good on good on Spotify. You know, I, I mean, the interesting thing is if every artist pulled their music except for and Rogan stayed and they just went to becoming an all podcast thing, they would still do. Uh, they would still make mad money. They would still make mad money. Yeah. But the thing is, is Neil Young does not have a, a 11 million downloads of his music every day. Yeah, but it, it wouldn't matter. It really isn't going to matter. But my point is, is if I was the head of Spotify and that demand was made, mm -hmm. I would have done the same thing. It's just like, it's no loss to us. Get get lost. Dude, even if it was the, whoever the biggest artist is on Spotify, if it was Metallica. Yeah. If it was Metallica, they should say the same exact thing. Don't yeah, let the I, door hit you in the ass. I agree. We're not caving into you. Right. Period. If it was Adele, if it was Jay-Z, if it was Kid Rock, whoever it is, if it's any of these fucks, beat it. Yeah, get lost. Just beat it. Yeah, you're not more important than our business model. Right. It's, this, it's the same horse shit that I kind of put up with in a very, very much smaller way when the LGBTQ ABCD community came after me at Pinball PA. Right. And I said, you don't dictate my business. Fuck off. And that's exactly what Spotify did here. And I applaud them for it. I'm not a fan of their company, but I definitely applaud them for, for telling Neil Young to go fuck himself. Exactly. Good on them. So he continues. I am doing this because Spotify is spreading fake information about vaccines. Uh, and what is the fake information? Can you quote it? Can you quote the fake information? Yeah. What makes it or, fake, or, Neil? Yeah. What, what exactly what was said that was fake? Yeah. Well, I don't know, but I was told that that's what they were doing. Uh, I'm doing this because Spotify is uh, spreading fake information about vaccines, potentially causing death to those who believe the disinformation being spread by them. Yeah. So in other words, I'm protecting the dumbasses. Yeah. <laughs> in my mind, I'm protecting the dumbasses. Well, I'm just curious. Is he saying that there haven't been any people that have died from getting the, the shot? Well, apparently so. And what's he backing that claim up on? I don't know. That's the problem. He's wrong. Yeah. Anytime you, anytime you make these kind of blanket statements and you're not in that field, you're, you're, you're 99.99% of the time. You're going to be wrong. You're going to be yeah. incorrect on some way, shape or form. And he is, people have died. 
So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Young's Spotify page uh, is still up as of 5.30 p.m. Wednesday. The folk rock singer is listed as having 6,086,608 monthly listeners. Okay. <laughs> monthly. 6 million a month. Joe Rogan has 11 million a day. Yeah. You know. But even, even if it was the other way, it still doesn't matter. I, I agree. I, I, I take your point. I'm just saying that, that this is... And, and again, I'll go with the big player too. It's, it's not, I'm not going to change everything around just because you start barking about yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that, that's my point. And I, and I'm going to fight, I'll fight that forever. You don't get to tell me no matter what, how I'm going to do business. You don't. And just because you don't like something that said, uh, you know, I, I mean, are you going to tell me? I don't know what record label he was on for all those years, but let's just say Atlantic. I have no idea what he was on, but let's just say it was Atlantic records. Are you going to tell me there was not one other artist on Atlantic records that said things against his viewpoints on things? Did he boycott these bands? Did he boycott his label? Did he ask for an immediate termination of his contract because he can't be on the same platform as that? And like I was saying with Live Nation, I guarantee you, I know you said he played Blossom, right? Yeah. You're going to tell me there hasn't been one other artist in the history of Blossom Music Center that played there that had absolute opposite views of this fucking turd? I'm assuming there has been, but yeah. yet he'll still play there. He's a hypocrite on every fucking level. He's a needy attention-seeking whore in this matter and he fucking got it and he and he got the the shameless attention that some 70 year old washed up fucking bum can fucking get still because he had a fucking hit in 1971 it's too bad there weren't five dead in ohio no right. <laughs> jeez so ridiculous it is, but, but this is, but this is where we're at now, mm -hmm. you know, that, that, you know, how dare you have an opinion or a thought or, or whatever that, uh, that runs counter to what everybody else is saying. Yeah. You know, I hate to take it to the basic level, but shut the fuck up and play your songs. Yeah. That's all. That's all anybody cares about. That's all anybody fucking cares about. Shut up, play your fucking songs. Right. You know, so. oh, I, I, I fucking despise this dude. And you know who I despise more than this dude? Ooh. Sebastian fucking Bach. What did he do now? He fucking, I guess David Draymond from Disturbed took Spotify's side. Another guy that should shut the fuck up as well. David Draymond. Because I'm about tired of his Israel bullshit. <laughs> but whatever. He said he took that side. And then Sebastian chirped in. With, um, with that's fucking ridiculous that a rock star would side with Spotify over Neil Young. I know what side I would take. So shut up. Oh, shut up. He's such a fucking dude. He, for me, for me personally, of all of the fucking idiots that are out there ruining their fucking, my love for their bands by their social media. 
Sebastian might be the top of the list for me. Yeah. Either him or Alex Skolnick. <laughs> and I'm not sure which, the, but I can still make it through a Testament record because at least I know the other guys are not as dickish as, as Skolnick. Right. But Sebastian, I don't think I can listen to Sebastian Bach anymore. Right. Because every time I hear him, I just picture some dumb fucking thing he said. Yeah. Ugh. What an asshole. I, there was one comment here that, that made me kind of laugh. Would Neil take back a CD from you if you had different views than him? Yeah. Would he, would he refund it? Yeah. But it, it's like, give me my money back. Yeah. You don't want my money. Yeah. I, he won't. And that's why he's a fucking hypocrite. Again, every, on every level, he plays venues that Rogan plays. He play, he uses the same companies that Rogan uses, probably uses the same microphones that Rogan uses. Come on, tough talk. Go get yourself some fucking, um, left-leaning mics. Get yourself some fucking, a ticket company that doesn't support Joe Rogan, that doesn't take his money when he books shows. You know, I mean, for fuck's sake. And Sal, I'm going to say it again. It doesn't matter if his music sucks. It doesn't matter if any of their music sucks. It's a bigger fucking picture. The bigger picture is the minute you keep taking away freedoms or the abilities to communicate, the closer it gets to actually touching something that you will care about. You should never. I don't care. Look, this is why. Remember, remember all the people that would go crazy about the Westboro Baptist Church? Yes. And how the web people would go nuts about the Wept Westboro Baptist Church, Westboro Baptist Westboro Church. Baptist Church, go you know picketing soldiers' funerals and saying right. your son deserved to die and he was a gay faggot anyway and all you know all the bullshit that they said. It's supposed to be that's supposed to be the stuff that you're fucking challenged on. Right, you're supposed to. The reason this country is great is because. Even a fucking moron like that can say the shit. They can say it and they can have the freedom to say it without the thought of being silenced or jailed or worse, as we saw in the in Germany. And I hate to go to the whole German thing because it just sounds it just sounds like you know stirring the conspiracy pot. Yeah, but but, but, you're, but you're not you're not you're not throwing. Well, he's Hitler. Well, yeah. He's Hitler. No, Germany. The, the you know pre-war world war ii germany during the rise of hitler is a good example of how people just just follow lockstep with mm -hmm. with what what is being shoved down their throat day in and day out and being controlled what you can hear and and the uh you know the propaganda or information you're allowed to hear because yeah. you're not allowed to hear anything outside of that right to, to you know have an educated decision it's just like well we're going to make the decision for you or make up your mind for you because all we're going to do is feed you the information we want you to have and right. that's all it's easy to be for freedom of speech when the speech consists of you know what the sun is hot you know when i say the sun is hot it's easy to not it's easy to say you know what you're free to say that it's when you challenge something in in the most challenging way that it's that it's supposed to exist so that people can form their own opinions and that's what these uh, it drives me crazy that any of these fucking artists artists that make their money having their opinions 
accepted or rejected by the public and heard by the public, why would you ever, 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 no matter what is being said, would you ever say, I don't want the public to hear ba-ba-ba? Because that's directly saying, well, somebody else could say that they don't want them to hear what you got to say. Right. This guy was making music that was anti-government and anti-war, if I'm yes, not mistaken, absolutely, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what if the government at that time would have shut him the fuck down? Should he have been shut down because he wasn't following the narrative of the Nixon administration? Yeah. And, and that's, that's what the, he's fucking saying. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the, uh, you know, that's the words to Ohio was 10 soldiers and Nixon's common, you know, and, and, and it was just this whole anti-war anti-government, uh, uh, mentality, you know, and, and I agree with you. It's just like, well, what if Nixon at that time dis decreed by way of, uh, executive order, you're not allowed to listen to Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young music because they say stuff against me. Yeah. I mean, he could have easily said that um, we're going to back or we're going to cancel any funding for any city that allows Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young music to be sold in their city. He could have pulled tax money or some shit from, from little small communities that were selling his product. And then they would have had to stop selling it or they would have stopped selling it. Right. Well, remember the, um, you know, getting back to people who are anti-establishment and anti-government uh, and, you know, believe that they had a freedom to speak was uh, John Lennon. He fought mm -hmm. for years to, not to be um, deported back to England, you yeah. know, because he was on the uh, watch list. He was on right. the enemies list. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and the thing is, is, uh, you know, he fought for his rights and, you know, obviously his fans fought for his rights and so forth and so on. And, and that battle went on for up to the day he died, I believe. Sure. You know, and, and that's the whole thing. It's like, well, you say some unpopular things and we don't like it. Yeah. You're not supposed to. That's why it's, that's why, that's why it's, um, thought inducing back when, back in the old days of 10 years ago. When you said something that was, that was shocking, it was considered thought inducing. Now it's considered propaganda. Right. That's what's nuts to me. You know, in the old days, they wanted, in the old days, we wanted that. We wanted something that was thought inducing. We yeah. wanted something that challenged our belief systems, yeah. that challenged our way that we looked at the world. Now, apparently we don't. No, because, because it, 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 cuts down on the narrative that is being peddled and, it, and it, it, it's the emperor's new clothes. Remember the story about the oh, emperor's yeah. new clothes where mm -hmm. everybody was afraid to step up and say anything. This emperor walks out. He, he got convinced that he was wearing these, these new clothes, but he was actually naked. Right. And, mm -hmm. and he walked out into the public and everybody was going, Oh, wonderful new clothes. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. And he walks up to a child. And he goes, Hey, he's naked. Right. And everybody went, oh, you know, like, don't say that, <laughs> you right? know, that, that, that's a, that's a lesson right there that, that the emperor walks out naked and everybody's commenting on what great clothes he was wearing when he wasn't wearing any, because they were afraid to step up and say anything, but the innocence of a child called it out for what it was. Hey, he's right. Naked. right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. It is astounding to me, this world that we're in now. It's astounding to me. I, I, I can't believe it. I, I can't believe. 
it's not so much. I can't believe it. Cause I can certainly believe that people are fucking easily led. Yes. I can't believe that it's happened as quick as it has. And with such willingness, such willingness to just, uh, yeah. I don't want to make a decision. You know, the government says that I got to do it this way. So I'll just do it. I'll just do it. No, no pushback, no argument, no nothing. Well, I'll just it, do it. it. It's called the path of least resistance. Yeah, but it's against everything we've, it's against everything. I get it from these fucking young kids. I don't get it from people that are our age. They're the ones that scare me more than the kids. The kids, right. they're, they're on their fucking own when they're 40, 50. I'll be dead. And they'll be, you know, speaking Mandarin or whatever, because they're just going to fucking fold like, well, like they're just going to gonna fold like a lawn chair. <laughs> yeah, they will. They absolutely will. And that's fine. That's their problem. You know, for guys our age though, it's, it's astounding to me that we were raised one way and we're just racing to go as far away from that as fast as we can. I, I personally don't know anybody like that. Everybody that I talk to in my small circle of people that I actually talk to, they mm -hmm. don't think that way. I have people that do. I have people that will argue the point. I mean, that they say that they're for free speech and whatever, until you really challenge them on it. And you can, and maybe it's just me being hardcore about it, but to me, nothing I say should ever be censored. Anything. I should be able to go up to some fucking nun and ask her for pussy tastes like fucking cotton candy. I should <laughs> well, be able to do that. Well, I don't think you could get arrested for that. No. You, aside from maybe if she launched no, 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 like, no, no. Well, like, I, like no, a harassment I, complaint or something. But but, but what, I, you, what I'm saying, you're missing my point. What I'm saying is if I present that in an argument with somebody, they'll be like, well, you shouldn't be able to say that. Oh, well, we've heard it. We've heard that a ton over the years. Yeah. I can't believe you're allowed yeah. to say that. Exactly. And it's like, wait a minute. No, I am allowed and I'm going to. <laughs> and fuck you. You know, you don't ever get to tell me no. You don't. Right. I, that, that's one of the, that's, that's one of the things I did see crop up uh, mm -hmm. that, that you, you should, he shouldn't be allowed to say that. Yeah. Yeah, well, we are loud. So, you know, fuck off. And, and that's the whole thing. Look, I served. You know that. Everybody knows that I served. And I'm very proud of my service, as I've always, always said. That being said, as much as I wanted to see those fucking Westboro protesters murdered, and I absolutely... When they were out protesting, I was praying I would see a news thing that just said somebody showed up and just mowed them fucking down. <laughs> I was praying I was going to see that news story. Well, you you were just looking for karma, is what you I was. Looking. I really was. And that being said, I would never, ever in a million years say these fucking guys should not be allowed to say this shit. As much as I don't agree with them saying it, and as much as I absolutely despise them saying it. They should absolutely have the right to say it. Right. Pedophiles should have the absolute right to try to make their case that what they're doing is natural. I'm not for it. I'm a thousand percent against it. I'll argue all day long that they're fucking insane and creepy and should be, should die. But that being said, they should be allowed to say it. You should be allowed to say 
anything. And, anything. and you're, not, you're not you're not saying that they should be allowed to act on their pedophilia. No. They're, not they at all. should be allowed to vocalize Voice their thought. Vocalize Voice. why they should be allowed to do it. Right. And then people, regular people, can make their decisions for themselves. Right. Do it, don't do it, weigh consequences. You know, all the things that we were supposed to learn in like high school, <laughs> action consequence, say this, get that, have this happen to you when you do this, you know, all those things that we no longer care about anymore. You know, you can go build, you can go burn down goddamn cities with no fucking retribution to it. But if you steal a fucking podium at the Capitol building, you're a fucking terrorist and you deserve you know, you deserve the Osama bin Laden treatment. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's, that's the part. That's where I, I just lose my mind over this shit. Sure. Anybody that, anybody that is not a thousand percent on with fucking freedom of speech is a fucking, is a part of the problem. As far as I'm concerned, anybody on any topic. You go, Chris, keep on rocking in the free world. Will you? I'm trying to not with that <laughs> shitty music though. I've never rocked to that freedom. Ever. I don't like his music. I've never liked his music. Yeah. But that isn't even the point. I don't care if it was Pantera. If this was Pantera, one of my favorite bands ever saying the same shit, I'd be pissed. Right. Of course. Or Metallica or whoever I would be furious. I'd be more disappointed if it was a band I care about, but at the same time, it's like, fuck. No, you, you should be able to say, what is this? Should bullying be allowed against people that can't defend themselves? They can defend themselves. Who, why can't they defend themselves? Are they mute? Are they stupid? Are they wheelchair bound? Yeah. I mean, what makes it so that they can't defend themselves? And, and what, and what, what is the definition of bullying? Yeah. I mean, stop it, Tim. Stop it. If you can think you can defend. It's that simple. You may not be good at it, but so what? Yeah. And, and what is bullying? Are, are you talking about just verbal uh, assault or are you talking about physical abuse? Yeah. I mean, physical, that's a different story, but that's a verbal story verbally say what you want. Yeah. I mean, somebody could, you know, somebody could say the most heinous things to you as long as they don't assault you physically. Yeah. You, you can walk away from it or choose not to listen or stand and argue if you want, mm -hmm. but, but, you know, I guess I need to know what Tim's, uh, definition of bullying is. Tim's definition of bullying is, let me see if I can find the, the crack in Chris's armor of this discussion. That's Tim's, that's Tim's point. Yeah. I mean, verbal assault never hurt anybody. No. I mean, it, it It'll hurt your feelings, maybe, or make you feel bad, maybe. But if you're of strong character, um, you're not gonna you're you're gonna thwart those, as it were, the slings and arrows. Yeah, you know, maybe and you're going to go about your business. Yeah, maybe if we weren't so content on teaching all these kids that fucking words hurt and all that other nonsense that they're spewing, <laughs> and actually teach our kids that words don't mean fuck, you know. You know, you know, I, I always had a, the simplest thought and it was that my dad taught it to me and I taught it to all three of my kids, which was, do you know who you are? That my dad used to say that to me all the fucking time when I was a little whiny bitch kid at like sixth grade or whatever. 
And I'd come home whining and crying about daddy called me a faggot or a retard or whatever. You right. know, I'd come home whining. And my dad's answer was always, do you know who you are? Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah. And he'd be like, then that's it. What yeah. does it matter what they say? You know who you are. Yeah. Well, it, it it's, you know, just rephrasing that a little bit. It's like, they called me a faggot. Well, are yeah. you? No. Yeah. Then, okay. Then, so what? Then they're just ignorant. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, that, and that's always been the, I, I've lived that lesson from as long as I can remember is you don't take, is, you know. It only, it, it should only hurt. And, and again, this comes from weak raising of kids. It should only hurt if there's truth in it. Right. You know, if there's truth in it and you want to change it, but you're not make taking the steps to change it, you know, then it should hurt you. But if somebody's like, you're a faggot, well, I'm not. So, okay. <laughs> feel better. <laughs> you feel better now that you said that there, pal. And I hate to use a revism there. Do you feel good about yourself? Well, did you get that out of your system? I could go and go and go on this. I know, but, but the thing is, is the thing is, is that that speech words, and that's what they are, are words, mm -hmm. either you could choose to accept them or you're not. Yeah. And, and this, this whole protectionism of, well, this guy said this, that, and the other, and, and it goes against what we said it was. And it's like, well, okay then don't believe that or don't pay attention or don't follow that. Or, you know, there's a lot of, um, Oh, that's the bullshit issue. Neely too many fucking pussies are crying over their feelings being hurt. Well, that's yeah, true. That's that is what true. It is. Yeah. I'm a little late on that one. So <laughs> that's all right. no, no issue. But, but yeah, that's the, that's, that is, it is, you know, everybody's worried about, everybody's worried about, protecting others protect yourself and teach everybody the best protection you can have is to fucking teach teach yourself not to be influenced by fucking nonsense right you know what if somebody pulls a gun on you you have a real reason to be fearful you don't have fear you don't have a reason to be fearful if somebody says you're a fag <laughs> if somebody says you're retarded if somebody says you're stupid if somebody says you're fat if somebody says you're whatever whatever it would be that they say you're too tall. You're stupid. You're a moron. What, whatever they would say. There's no fear that should come with that. The fear <laughs> should come with, I'm holding a fucking 357. I'm going to blow your fucking head off if you don't give me your wallet. Then you got a reason to be fearful. Well, again, now you're talking about assault, being physically assaulted. Right. Right. That's it. So that, 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 that goes beyond bullying. Now that, now yeah. that becomes an assault. Right but just stop with the words enough. Yeah. Words. Well, again, I, I, I quote them a lot, the O and a, but they had that whole thing about the whole words hurt mm -hmm. words hurt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, and, and you know, uh, what is it? Um, who, who was the one who said the, let me see if I can look it up here. Yeah, here we go. Um, this guy who said this, uh, bu -bu 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 -bu. this was said he was an English author, Edward Bulwer Lighton. He's the one who said the pen is mightier than the sword. 
Well, the pen, the pen is words, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so obviously the words have power. They're just powerful. Yeah. (laughs) It'll just make you, you know, you, it'll just make you, uh, you know, uh, be crumpled up in a mass in the corner because somebody said mean things to you. Right. Isn't, isn't, wasn't that the, wasn't that the biggest complaint of the media when president Trump was in the office, he had mean tweets. Yeah. His words were mean. He was saying mean stuff. That's right. From looking at this picture here, apparently Neil didn't think they were too mean. Uh, do you know where that picture came from? I don't know, but considering there's a picture of Trump from the eighties there, it looks like one of his offices. Neil was trying to sell his catalog to the Trump organization. Oh, was he? Yeah. (laughs) And uh, they passed on it. (laughs) Well, good on them. Yep. So that's where that he met with them in the off in Trump's office to try to negotiate a deal to sell his music catalog to the Trump organization. And Trump didn't want nothing to do with it. Nope. Nope. They made a consideration on and they passed. Good. Well, good on them. Yep. So, all right. Have you uh, said your piece on this? Yeah, I'm done with this bullshit. All right. All right. Well, uh, you know, again, uh, I think people who listen to our show religiously, I, I, I'm pretty confident that they get it. Right. So, you know, in, in essence, you and I are preaching to the choir. Sure. But as a tributary from our show to our fans, it's up to you to go out there and spread that word or, or stand up for that, uh, that principle. Mm-hmm. Agree. Don't just be a casual listener. Also, also fight the good fight as well. Right. Of course. So anyway, well, we're going to take a, a, a break. All right. And, uh, since, uh, I mentioned, uh, fight the good fight, I thought I may play some triumph. I want to hear Metallica and Slayer and triumph. (laughs) (laughs) Triumph. Remember those? Triumph. The evil Batman. Right. (laughs) I wonder what happened to that dude. I don't know. He, He didn't like us anymore for whatever reason. I don't know. Did he not like us? Well, he didn't like when we went to more talk and less music okay all right well he was funny as a talker jesus god yeah he was fucking hysterical i agree i completely agree all right well we're gonna fight the good fight and i hope you do the same so don't let the words hurt their pals so uh here's triumph with uh fight the good fight exclusively here on your classic metal show hi this Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. And hand job. 
The Classic Metal Show is now on Roku. That's right, everybody. If you're a fan of The Classic Metal Show and you have a Roku, we have a channel for you. Just go to your channel search and search for The Classic Metal Show. All the videos are uploaded so that you get every single episode of the show. So check it out. The Classic Metal Show, now on Roku. 